Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We're pleased to have a guest with us today. He's here for Higher Things, will be our main speaker and will be preaching on Sunday. Pastor Brent Kuhlman from Trinity Lutheran Church in Murdoch, Nebraska. Welcome. Thanks. Great to be here. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the first Sunday in Lent. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of, <clears throat> and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 O Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Genesis chapter 22. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here am I. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on, the, on one of the mountains, of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac, and he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come back again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them, together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him in the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand, took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and it offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and not have withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle lesson is from James chapter 1, 12 to 18. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be kind, a kind of firstfruits 
of his creatures. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel reading is from the Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. Well, we're, I'm going to whet to everybody's appetite, I guess, yes. right? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> For sermon on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to preach from the gospel reading you just heard. Okay. <laughs> and it's delicious. It's absolutely <laughs> delicious. Nice. There's just loads of stuff here. Um, I think, you know, when Jesus comes to get baptized, most people in the Christian church, if they hear a sermon on the Lord's baptism, here's what they'll hear. Uh, Jesus was 30 years old when he got baptized, therefore only adults should get baptized. <laughs> right? That's what you hear all the time, right? Yeah. I hope no Missouri Senate preacher would preach it that way. But most people have heard that in their life. And if you run that way, you miss the entire boat. You miss mm -hmm. the entire point that Mark, Matthew, and the other evangelists are making when Jesus comes to be baptized. Let's put this in context. So John is baptizing what people at the Jordan? Sinners. Sinners. Yeah, mm -hmm. sinners. These are people who have sins to confess. These are people who need to be repented of their sin, right? Mm -hmm. And then Jesus, the Holy One, shows up. Now, we know from Matthew's account that John tries to stop him. And, and John says, hey, you should baptize me. I shouldn't baptize you. And Jesus says, let's do it for we'll fulfill all righteousness. So it's kind of odd that the Holy One comes to receive a baptism that is meant for sinners. Jesus has no sins to confess. He's got nothing to repent of. So it's odd. What's he doing there? Let's just cut to the chase here for the sake of time. Jesus comes to take the sin of the world in his body on the, on, in, in this baptism. Mm -hmm. Even though he never sinned, wasn't conceived in sin, but he, the Holy One, right here, is beginning to take the, the sin of the world in his body, and he's going to take it to the cross and answer for it. That's the import of the baptism here. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you'll, it's, I said he's 30 years old. And this, we always talk about this being his, the beginning of his public ministry. Mm -hmm. One could even say, pushing the language even further, for fun, <laughs> <laughs> that this is, this is Christ's ordination, mm -hmm. if you will, or his ordination and installation, if you will, mm -hmm. into his office of being the Savior of the world. Okay? Pick, picking up what you said, you know, the Spirit, notice how different it, the Spirit drives him into the wilderness. He does, the Spirit doesn't drive us into the wilderness. It drives us to Jesus, right? Or sends us, uh, brings Jesus to us. But that's another opposite, if you will, right. for what's going on with Jesus. Yeah. What's, what's interesting in the Greek, the English translation there was, uh, what was it? Drove him out. Mm -hmm. Literally, the Greek is ekbalo. Threw him ah. out. It's like throwing a baseball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, so Jesus baptized, declared to be the Son of God. Oh, by the way, it's no wonder then that the Father is so pleased with His Son, Jesus Christ, in this baptism. Because as I said, He's come to take the sin of the world 
in his body and answer for it on the cross. So, hey, everybody, that's my boy. Mm -hmm. I sent him. I love him. I'm pleased with him. Mm -hmm. That's why the father says that. Okay. And then, of course, that, that is immediately put to the test, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Are you the Son of God? And so Mark says that Jesus is tempted. He doesn't go into the details like mm -hmm. Matthew does and Luke does. We know those, those details. But Jesus withstands the temptations of the devil. I'm going to pause here for just a second and kind of push this for a little bit more. Let's, let's remember that Jesus, unlike the first Adam, the first Adam is the head of a fallen humanity. And so Adam ruined it for everybody mm -hmm. by giving in to the temptation of the devil, right? In Genesis mm -hmm. 3 with his wife Eve. Jesus is the second and the last Adam. We know this from 1 Corinthians 15. And so Jesus, unlike the first Adam, Jesus is now the head of a restored humanity. And what he does counts for all of us. So the point I'm trying to make is, is Jesus being tempted by the devil in the wilderness and overcoming this temptation is not for him. He's not doing this for himself. He's doing this for all of us. Mm -hmm. He's doing battle with Satan. Whereas Adam failed, Jesus doesn't. And what he does counts for us. Mm -hmm. And Satan, of course, must flee. It's interesting, too, here, guys, uh, that Mark records something that Matthew doesn't and Luke doesn't hear. He's with the wild well, beasts, yeah. 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 right? Yeah, I thought the about that The angels minister to yeah. him, yeah. and he's with the wild beasts. Mm -hmm. um, there are several ways to look at this. One, you could say, well, you know, when Mark wrote his gospel, the early Christians were being persecuted and thrown to the wild beasts mm -hmm. in the Colosseum. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would give them great comfort that Jesus suffered like they did. But there's another, there's another possibility here. So, for example, Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah 11, you remember. The, the lion will mm -hmm. lay down with the, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. okay? Yeah. And Ezekiel said... But the, the shepherd who will shepherd his people will be with the wild beasts. This, I think it's Ezekiel 34. I'm doing this mm -hmm. off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. The point I'm trying to make here, not very well, have mercy on me, <laughs> just <fine. laughs> is that Jesus, again, is the, that's a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy here. Mm -hmm. That he does battle with Satan on Satan's own territory. And so, whereas Adam and Eve before the fall were with the beasts and there, there was no harm, so now the second and last Adam is with the wild beasts, and there's no harm. The point? In Christ, Eden is being restored. What we lost through Adam and Eve is now being restored in his ministry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great stuff. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but there's more. Do you want, you want to say more? Should we say more? Sure. All right. So here. So <laughs> more, more. Check it out. With the gospel, there's always more, isn't there? Yes. So finishing up with the text, I, I think John's arrested, and that's when Jesus gets going. Because John, you remember, in John's gospel right. says, I must decrease, Jesus must increase. And so John, he's out of the way now. He's arrested, and soon he'll be made shorter by a head. Okay? And now John gets started. He gets going. <laughs> Pardon me, Jesus gets going, that is. Mm -hmm. And so the first sermon that Jesus preaches is, I would, I would say, one of his most important sermon he preaches. You know what he's up to. And what is it? The time is fulfilled. Mm -hmm. What time? Messianic time. All the, prophecies, the, all the prophecies of the Old Testament, including the Genesis one, the Lord will provide, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. which is a foretaste of Jesus, it's now being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. All the promises of the Savior are now being filled in Jesus. The time is at hand, and then he says the kingdom of God is here. It's here right and now. It's at hand. So we don't know how Jesus, when he preached this, but I would guess this, that when Jesus says the kingdom of God is at hand and the time is fulfilled, he probably went like this. He probably pointed to himself. I'm it, folks. Mm -hmm. Okay, And since he is the kingdom of God in his person, and since he is the king, 
and he, he as God reigns on the earth for the salvation of sinners, there is now a response. And notice the response. It's repent and believe the, good, the gospel or the good news. Mm -hmm. Final point I want to make on this, and maybe we can just have more fun if you want, but the final point I want to make is this repent and believe is our life of holy baptism where we are daily repented of our sins through the law and daily faith through the gospel in Jesus Christ for salvation. That's, that's what the kingdom's all about, repenting you and faithing you in the good news that Jesus is your Savior, and that is a life that's lived in and from your baptism. And that fits because Jesus got <coughs> baptized. Now we're going to talk about our baptism into him, mm -hmm. repentance and faith. Yeah. Well, that whets your appetite, folks. Makes sense. Yeah, nice. Good. The hymn that we're going to look at uh, mm -hmm. is one of the hymns for Sunday, 418. The Lord, throughout these 40 days, was, gives us a little taste of the gospel again. Um, so why don't we do all four of them? Sure. Oh, Lord, throughout these 40 days, you prayed and kept the fast. Inspire repentance for our sin and free us from our past. You strove with Satan and you won. Your faithfulness endured. Lend us your nerve, your skill and trust in God's eternal word. Though parched and hungry, yet you prayed and fixed your mind above. So teach us to deny ourselves since we have known God's love. Be with us through this season, Lord, and all our earthly days, that when the final Easter dawns, we join in heaven's praise. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.